Welcome back to Straight to DVD. It's Christmas time. Dude. movie peeps. It's Oscar season. It's officially Oscar season. Dude, we're here once again. We covered this two years ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> there wasn't one there wasn't last one, year. Or was there? I don't think there was one last no, year. No, I think we covered we last covered year's last Oscars, years? which covered the movies from the previous year. I see. And now this, yeah, the, so these Oscars cover the movies from last year, but also some movies from this year. Yeah, that's Whatever. right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're here. We're here. We're talking about noms. Yeah. We'll do some, some pr- predicts. Yeah, predictskies. Predictskies. Um, In typical straight-to-DVD fashion. Some uh, previews. You've, you, you've seen a number of these films. I haven't yeah. seen most of them yeah uh, so we're gonna talk it's about funny well, because most of these movies are literally free to watch at y- home yeah i've you and know. we've just been sitting at home i got a lot going on <laughs> <laughs> too busy to watch these movies can't find time <laughs> yeah dude big big movie guy big film guy over here yeah, it's <laughs> me, big dude. Film so i guess i think the way we did it last time was we we started at the bottom of the list yeah um and then we worked our way up to best pick yeah so i guess we'll do that yeah we'll do that we'll go through what we think is going to win. Yeah. Maybe some snubs. Some snubberuskies. Some surprises. Yeah, some, who knows? Yeah, some of that we'll other see. stuff. All yeah. right, let's just get right into it. Let's jump in. All right, so... What are we starting with? First off, we got Best Visual Effects. Oh, hell yeah. Great category. Great we got category. Love and Monsters. Okay. The Midnight Sky. Okay. Mulan. Okay. The One and Only Ivan. Okay. And Tenet. I've only seen one, Me and I've vaguely heard of... Two others? I've seen one as well, and I've seen the animated version of another one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this what do you think? <laughs> yeah, we're off to we're off to a great start. What do you think is gonna win? I frankly don't care. Uh, I'm yeah. I best visual effects don't really uh, interest me particularly that much. What's interesting about Tenet is that yeah. as with most Nolan movies, most of the effects are um, practical. Yeah. So you know that in in and of its own right, I think you know gets a yeah a little yeah you know <laughs> a little a little a little notch yeah um yeah i guess that's cool and with the time inversion stuff it was like filmed in real time and then played backwards so i guess that's a visual effect but sure yeah, that's that's a okay yeah tenet happens to be the only movie on this list i've seen so i'm gonna go with tenet yeah that that worked that totally works <laughs> i think tenet's gonna get best yeah. visual effect joking aside though the actual the 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 fight choreography of one person moving backwards while one person moving is moving forwards. I think that was done really well. Yeah. Um, in a sea of things that could have or may not have been done better in the film. I no. think that was one of the better parts. So. Yeah. I think it's cool. Um, yeah. Sure. Go for it. Tenet. Great. Awesome. What's next? Best production design. Oh, fuck. You're bleeding for category. We have The Father. Okay. Haven't seen it. Moraney's Black Bottom. Haven't seen it. Mank. Yeah. News of the World. Okay. Tenet. Awesome. <laughs> Um, I don't know. What do they usually do for production design? Is it usually like, like era, like period era, pieces? Era pieces do win a lot just because it's like, it's yeah. very impressive when like production designers capture the feel of a period. Yeah. You know? Um, so I could, I could see this going to, I don't think Tenet will get this at all. It's way too no. contemporary and there was nothing distinctive enough about yeah. it. It was biz- like somewhat bizarrely futuristic at points too. Yeah. But I, it felt a little general. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see what I know of like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Mank. I have a feeling it's going to go to one of those two. Yeah, two good period pieces. Yeah, um, and Mank yeah. is also in black and white, so like yeah. a lot of what they have to do with color and yeah. that to like make it pop when they convert it into yeah. black and white, I think yeah. is impressive. So I'm I'm kind of feeling maybe Mank on I'm, this one. Yeah, I, I, I'm feeling Mank. Um, but Ma, what is it? Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. I almost called it Mama Rainey's. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> Mama Rainey's Bottom. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one, one, probably one of those. 
sounds like a good sound choice. Solid. Dude, we're off to a great start. Dude, we're doing well. It's when we when we get into the bigger categories of stuff we're more f- familiar with, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll seem we'll... slightly less of hacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, best makeup and hairstyling. Okay, another one we're gonna mm-hmm. sound like absolute Abs- hacks for. Absolutely. We got Emma. Okay. Hillbilly Elegy. Okay. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay. Mank. Okay. And Pinocchio. Which I didn't even know existed. Yeah. I didn't no, know that it's existed. It's not the it's not the '50s cartoon it version is, of Pinocchio. It'd be hilarious if they just <laughs> threw, threw that in. The, the best of hair and makeup. Yeah, I mean, I guess if they did his uh, his schnozzle really well, uh, it'd be impressive. But yeah. I don't uh, know. I've literally I, not seen any footage of Pinocchio. Uh, I don't know. Is I mean. This isn't one where they really do like period pieces, so maybe Ma Rainey and Mank are out. I, I, yeah, it's so yeah. like a hill. I think Hillbilly is right. They make like Amy Adams like ugly and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that's makeup. Yeah, it takes a lot to do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> is so, that sarcastic? I'm not sure. <laughs> that rolled out of my mouth, and yeah. I was like, hmm, I don't know if I'm being offensive yeah. or do you not. Like uh, Amy Adams. No, I think she's a great actress. Yeah. She is a great actress. Great actress. Okay, so I'm gonna go Hillbilly on this. Hillbilly, on this great. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna pick my Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay, that's great. And we'll revisit these yeah, after, after the awards, the, the awards. And, we'll, and we'll see who wins. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we got best costume design. Okay, next Another big period piece one. Emma. Okay. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mank. Yeah. Mulan. Pinocchio. Um. How is Pinocchio getting? I don't know who. What did this movie even, release? Yeah, is this movie real, <laughs> or did they just run out of nominations for these categories and they were like, "Fuck it, Pinocchio." No I one, get, no one will will bat an eye. I guess it's their their Disney bait. Yeah. They have to throw those Disney movies in there. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Speaking of, I think it, I could see this going to either Ma Rainey or Mulan. Okay. Um, what I've seen of the Mulan footage and the yeah. trailer, like the costumes, are actually very impressive. Yeah. So I could see it being that. But I feel like, from what I've seen of Marini's Black Bottom, uh, the, the the period piece work that the costume designer does in that, yeah. I think, is very impressive. And and like sometimes really good costume work like doesn't have to pop, you know, it just has to be very um, authentic. Yeah. And it seemed like they did an excellent job with that. So I could see this going to Marini. Okay. I was thinking Emma just because I feel like that's where this category usually goes. They're just like Victorian. Oh sure. Give sure. it to them. Look at those corsets. Yeah. Wow. Um, but Ma Rainey's would be cool for this. Yeah. So. Although you might be right, it could be Emma. Yeah. Great. So we're okay. Great. Awesome. We're moving, <laughs> okay. moving along. Best sound. Oh, uh, this, they this... switched. They switched it up. They did. Um, are you? How do you feel about that? Before we go into the knobs. Don't really care one way or the other. Yeah. I don't. But it is. They are two distinct. Uh, they, they they are. We t- I think we talked about this last yeah. time too. Um. It, it, it is I, like a distinct skill. Yes. The difference between mixing and editing. Yes, it is. But I guess most sure. people don't want to sit through two sound awards. Yeah. That's not why your average viewer goes goes to the Oscars. God forbid you have to see two people as opposed to one talk for two minutes about how they've spent their entire lives working towards this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it's not fair to them, but... There are also other categories that there don't are. exist. We, so. we got a lot, a lot to cover. <laughs> yeah. So for best sound, we got Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Soul, Pixar Soul, mm-hmm. and Sound of Metal. I think this is an easy one. It's probably going to go to Sound of Metal. I agree. Um, that's film the of, whole movie. Film about music and sounds. So it's kind of a, the gimmick. Yeah. I would say I I would like to see it go to Soul just because the sound design 
I'll say, in that movie was, sure. was well, really it's, good. It's all about a jazz musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they do a lot of fun stuff with sound. Right. Uh, Great. So soul or sound of metal? Yeah, it's all probably right. going to go to sound of metal. Sound of metal. I think it's, so, too. It's the easiest choice. Best original score. Okay. The Five Bloods. Okay. Mank. Okay. Minari. Okay. News of the World. Okay. And Soul. Oh, this is a... That's this, a that's a this strong is a good, category. Good that's category. That's a really strong category. Really good category. I'm going to say two things. Yes. One only nomination for the Five Bloods, which I thought was interesting. A lot of people are talking about how it's been snubbed for a great many things. So. Yeah, it has been snubbed for for a few things. Um, I'm really happy that Tenet score didn't make the list because I saw a lot of people enjoying that score. I personally thought it was garbage. I I didn't even realize that it was something worth considering. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, Minari's score is really beautiful and like it is really lovely. helps understand the emotional feel of the movie. Uh, but Soul's score is just like out of this world. Yeah. It's bonkers. It's Pixar, it's, baby. It's really good. Um, it's I- fucking, what's his name? From Nine Inch Nails. Oh, um, uh, Trent Reznor? Yeah, Trent Reznor, who's like now like the biggest like name in, in good, film scoring. Good, good for him, man. Yeah, dude, he's killing it. Absolutely solid. Um, yeah, Nine Inch Nails is just like scoring Pixar movies. I got Minari in the back pocket, but I'm with you on Soul. Yeah, I really like Soul's score. Yeah. Um, I would be happy with either of those. Honestly. Excellent. Excellent. Next we got, we got Best Animated <laughs> Feature Film. Okay. We got Onward. Okay. Over Pixar, the Moon. Right? Huh? Pixar. Yes, Pixar, yes. Two Pixars yeah. in this. Onward, mm-hmm. Over the Moon. Okay. A Shaun the Sheep movie. <laughs> Farmageddon. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Soul and Wolfwalkers. If we're going just on name, Farmageddon. Oh, sh- I would just to hear the Academy yeah. have to say a Sean the Sheep movie, Farmageddon. <laughs> Who uh, would be, be the ideal person to to announce that? Probably John Travolta. That would be incredible. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'll probably be Tim Allen. Yeah. <laughs> or like Daniel Day Lewis, just yeah. like. Someone taking themselves way too seriously, right. having to read. That's actually a good point. Are the Oscar the Oscars are all uh, digital this year? It no? must be. It must be a Zoom Zoom, Zoom Oscars. Oh boy, that's going to be interesting. Why don't they vaccinate the rich people so we can watch them get together and and jerk each other off? That's yeah. Mm-hmm. That should be top of the list. Yeah, they the should priority. be top, top of the list. Uh, I'm best animated. I'm I'm guessing Soul. Soul's the only one I've seen. It's I thought Soul was really good. So, yeah, um, and it's Pixar. Like they usually Pixar snaps this. Yeah, they typically. run away with the, that I'm, stuff. I'm I'm surprised so. that Raya and the Last Dragon's not on there. I guess it didn't make the Maybe time. Maybe it was Yeah, it might be next year. I saw it. It was it was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I was the the uh, animation was very impressive. But okay, it Pixar's on another level. So I'm yeah. thinking I'm thinking Soul. Nice. I'm thinking Soul. Next we got film editing. Best oh. film editing. Another one that people don't care about. I like film editing. But we do. I like film editing, too. I pay very close attention to it. We got The Father. (laughs) (laughs) The the Father. Such a douchey thing to say. (laughs) I have eyes. Uh, The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised Judas and the Black Messiah didn't, didn't make it onto this yeah this list i thought the editing in that in that movie was pretty good i agree uh nomadland has like okay editing Mm -hmm. promising young woman has solid editing um but nothing like out of this world sure i would say there weren't any movies this year that had like amazing editing where you notice how good it is Mm -hmm. just a lot of like strong you're not you're not seeing what's happening. You're not seeing the editing, therefore it's good. Right. And as a result, I think this is going to go to Trial of the Chicago 7. Yeah. 
It might be one of those where, like, that movie gets a shit ton of noms, and this is the only one that it picks up because they need to give it something. I think that's what's going to happen with this. Because in typical Sorkin films, it's like, they're edited really well. Like, his snappy dialogue or whatever, it's all about the editing of that. So I can see that uh, being one of the front runners for that. I also, maybe Sound of Metal, possibly. Yeah, Yeah, I could see Sound of Metal. just because you're doing interesting stuff with the sound, with the sound editing in tandem with the film editing, right? Um, but I mean, I guess that's kind of a toss-up. To yeah. Whoever yeah. gets that could be either. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Best cinematography. Nice. I think I know where this is gonna go, but let's see. Yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. I'll, I'll take that. Mank. Okay. News of the World. Okay. Nomadland. Okay. Trial of the Chicago Seven. Another interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised Minari didn't make make it in. Me too. That movie um, looked gorgeous. That movie looked really, really nice. That was, among other things, just a very pretty movie to look mm-hmm. at. Definitely. Um, maybe Mank, just because mm-hmm. you're shooting in black and white, so there's different shit you have to do with lighting. Right, right. All that. Um, and it is, I mean, Fincher like shoots his movies really fucking well. It's so, true, he does. Um, and like obviously you're able to do more cool shit with shadows and stuff. Um, Definitely. Yeah. And that you know that movie's all about the mood because of yeah. it being in, in black and white. And so yeah, I think that's very possible. I yeah. can see it going to Nomadland yeah. purely because best cinematography typically goes in tandem with the film that wins best picture, kind of mm-hmm. like best director. Mm-hmm. And I think that Nomadland probably mm-hmm. is is pretty close to snagging it. So I'm going to say it's probably I'm going to be I'm, I'm with you on this. I think it's either going to be Mank yeah. or or Nomadland. I can see guess. it going to Judas. Judas had some good cinematography, but probably not juicy enough for the Academy. Yeah. I just don't I, I don't think Nomadland like did enough with the cinematography. Sure. To, sure. To do it. So Mank just seems like Yeah, we don't have like a um an Inarutu or a Quaron kind of film. Yeah, where it's exactly. Like, it's nothing it's quite like, like that. It's just like, dude, oh, those gonna Mexicans, be... man. They know how to they not to cut, shoot, dude. <laughs> they know how to shoot a fucking movie. Yeah, there's nothing with like a cool like long take or anything like that. I miss shit like that. We haven't gotten yeah. films like that in a long time. Yeah. Where it's just like really long lingering shots. But that's the thing. I wish Minari was like, because there were so many sh- lingering shots in Minari yeah. where it's just like, that he just lets it play out, you know? Yeah. But, you know, I, hey. I guess people don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't see it. No, no mad landing. I don't see it. Best adapted screenplay. Oh, let's go. We got The Father. Yeah. Nomadland, One Night in Miami, The White Tiger, and Borat. Subsequent movie film. <laughs> Gift of Pornographic Monkey. To, to vice, vice premier. Michael Penis. <laughs> for uh, Make Benefit, yeah. Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Yeah. This is the only category that Borat subsequent movie film is nominated in. It's not. It's not. There's one other. There's one other one. Like we'll I said, get, we'll get to. Yes, we'll get to that. Um, but tell tell us. Oh, wrap great a bit piece of, tri- of trivia. trivia. That I feel like I should. I should. Uh, I should. I should. Uh, not source. I should cite the the place where I saw this. I saw a great tweet today about the Oscar noms, uh, and it it was saying great great fun fact mm-hmm. that the first movie franchise to ever have its first two films nominated for a screenplay award was the godfather the second movie franchise to have its first two films nominated for a screenplay award borat incredible and that is courtesy of russell on twitter at russell h film so thanks russ thanks russell at russell Um, h film yeah that's a fucking hilarious fun fact of course russell would know that yeah that borat is in the same 
sentence as the Godfather. <laughs> that was or, Baron Cohen's intention. Yeah. I want to make a rival film series. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what Coppola wanted. He was like, you know, I'm going to make this movie now because one day there's going to be a Borat series that I want to be in the same conversation as. <laughs> the man was uh, ahead of his time. Yeah. What, what do you what, what do you take here? Best adapted screenplay. This okay. This is tough. Um, I'm gonna say it's probably gonna either be One Night in Miami or The Father. Yeah. Um, the script of The Father is dynamite. Yeah. It's like out of sight. Um, but One Night in Miami has has been getting a lot of traction. One Night in Miami is cool. Yeah. Um, and it's adapted from a a stage play, which mm-hmm. is always a tough transition to make where you're writing for a movie that doesn't feel like it's like you could just go sit in a theater, a a stage theater and watch it. Um, I could see it going there, getting some love. Dude who wrote that also co-wrote soul. I think that's fucking incredible. Dude, what he doesn't stop working. Dude, he's killing it right now. Unbelievable. He's, He's crushing it. All right. Now we got best original screenplay. Nice. Nice. Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Minari. Okay. Promising young woman. Sound of Metal, Trial of Chicago 7. That's a pretty stacked This category. is tough. It's tough. Um, and I think I would be cool with pretty much all of them winning. Me too. Uh, Love Minari. Promising Young Woman kicks ass. But like, I feel like Sorkin just has, he just has a strangle on it. Yeah. But it would be cool for it to go to Promising Young Woman or Minari. Sure. I just think, because it's not Sorkin. I, I think the thing that's that's enticing about Minari in this category is that so much of it is about the language of the movie. Yeah. And the, the you know, the interweaving of the Korean language yeah. and the English language. And how the, you know, the adults of the family only typically only speak in Korean and the mm-hmm. kids are like very accustomed to English. Yeah. And they speak it much better than their parents and yeah. grandmother. So that, you know, that's like really responding to something that said to them in Korean. <clears throat> right. In English. Right. So that's very neat. But like you said, Sorkin's, you know, Sorkin's all about his scripts. Mm-hmm. So I can see this going to Chicago 7 easily. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah. And Promising Young Woman is just like a cool original story. Right. I guess you could say the same about Sound of Metal. Right. Um, and it Judas is. And the Black Messiah is just like a strong. It is. Strong story. It is. Um, that's, a, that's a tough one. That's, that's, a, that's a toss up. That's a really good category. That's a toss up. All right. We'll see. Okay. Now we're on to the acting categories. Best actor in a supporting role. Let's go. There's something very interesting about this category, and we'll discuss yeah, it. Yeah, I saw a lot of hoopla about it. We got uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. Borat. No. <laughs> Trial of Chicago 7. Oh, uh, dude, you actually kind of got me. There. I got, got him. Ah. Uh, we got Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie nice. Odom Jr., One Night in Miami, mm-hmm. Paul Ratchie, Sound mm-hmm. of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield, Judas and the Black Messiah. Interesting. Hmm? Okay. I don't remember who Paul Ratchie played, but he may have been the, the dude in The Sound of Metal. And if he's the dude I'm thinking of, he did a really good job. Yeah. Um, haven't seen Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, Leslie Odom does kill it in yes. One Night in Miami, but uh, it is kind of a showy performance. Sure. Um, and then you got the two lads the two. from Judas. It's going to be one of them, I think. Yeah. Um, the weird thing about this category is that I think that they were both promoted in the supporting category. Yeah. When the truth is that mm, they're both kind of not. They're both the lead. Yeah. So yeah. that's tricky. Um, it's it's weird how you watch the film because it's like, oh, who is really who is the film about really? Yeah. I could see this going to Kaluuya. Mm-hmm. Um, he won the Globe, right? Yeah, he so did. So he's got the momentum. I could see I could see Kaluuya taking this. I think that Lakeith 
had a more impressive performance Same. than he did. Kaluuya was very good. It was a very yeah. reserved performance, but Lakeith had a lot more to work with. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I could see it going to either of them, but I do think it will be Kaluuya. Yeah, I think it'll be Kaluuya as well, but I agree. Um, what are your thoughts on like a movie not having a lead? And like, cause there, but, It seemed like it upset people that they're... That, they were both in the supporting actor category, but they, a movie can exist without a lead character. Absolutely. But that's, that's a good point. So there, there are two things I'll say about that. One is the first point is that it's like uh, an awards politics thing where it's like a lot of people are championed in certain categories. Um, They don't want to promote them in a category that they think they're going to lose in. So they'll pick a safer category, even if it's not really appropriate for the size yeah. of their role. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what happened here. Yeah. Um, but in addition to that, it's like, who is the lead of Judas and the Black Messiah? Yeah. Right? Is it Lakeith? Is it Daniel? Uh, it's it's hard to say. I think uh, Lakeith is in more of the film yeah. than Kaluuya is, but the film, you know... It kind of goes back and forth yeah. between who is who it's about. At different yeah. times. It's kind of like a... It, I guess you'd mostly get this in like an ensemble movie, but they're kind of both playing off each other. So they're right. both... It's, it's almost a dual protagonist yeah. uh, film. Yeah. Which is where the, then they're both just in the supporting category. So I yeah. think... I actually... I think that's one of the detriments of the film is we're not really sure who we're yeah. following exclusively. Right? Yeah. Um, and so that's why we've, we've ended up where we have with this category. Um, but I think it could go to either of them. I think both are deserving. I think both did very well. But if yeah. I had to pick, I think I'd pick Stanfield. I would also, yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, cool. Cool. Best actress in a supporting role. Hell yeah. Maria Balakova. Let's go. Borat's subsequent movie film. Let's, Let's go. go, Maria. Gift a pornographic monkey to Vice Premier Michael Penis. I wish the, they included the full, the, the full title. <laughs> Hopefully they do in the actual. Yeah. Uh, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, uh, uh, Olivia Coleman, The Father, okay. Amanda Seyfried Mank, and Yu Jung Yoon, Minari. Nice. That's a that's a strong that's a strong category. Really good category. I mean, there are two who are like Olivia Coleman's at the point where she just gets thrown in whenever she does something because she's like mm-hmm. a really strong actor. Um, Amanda Seyfried was really good in Mank. Yeah, um, kind of a scene stealer. But Maria Balakova would be like that would be amazing. A hilarious steal. That would that would be like one of my favorite Oscar wins of all time. It'd be hilarious. Um, and hilarious. deserving. Yeah, I mean, look, she was amazing. Like, what yeah. she did was very impressive. Uh, you know, she did <laughs> what Baron Cohen did in the original Borat film. Um, but to, to, to top that, I think, is so impressive. So, yeah. But the truth is, is like, when you compare that to like, <laughs> dramatic work <laughs> I, I, I guess i don't know it's it's hard it's hard it's hard to say um i it would be amazing if she won uh i i think all these actresses are are, are very deserving like yeah you, uh yu jung yun from minari like she was amazing she, too. she was great um yeah in a very understated performance yes def- uh, definitely um i could see them maybe giving this to glenn close though yeah, has she's she's been like gunning for one for a while. She right? has, she has. She's old school. Yeah, so it might be her time. One of those um, uh, body of work awards, right? Which is so fucking annoying yeah, when those, they do that. Those, yeah, those are dumb. Like, just no. give it to them when they just deserve give it, it to the yeah. person who who is the best. Yeah. Thing, yeah. This this is hard. This is a, another big toss up category. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I could see it going a lot of ways. 
if I had to pick, I would love for it to be uh, Yo Jung Yoon from mm-hmm. Minari. Mm-hmm. But I think that, um, and this is this is it's it's so horrible to have to think about it this way. But I think yeah. the um, the the generosity which with which the Academy is finally being lenient mm-hmm. with letting um, Asian actors, actresses, and directors be recognized. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's more of a tip of the hat rather than oh you're going to win mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I could I could see this going to Glenn Close or or maybe uh, Olivia Coleman, actually. I'm going with Mandy. I'm oh yeah, with Mandy. Yeah. For Mankskis. For Mankskis. Mandy from Mankskis. All um, right. She was like the one part of that movie that I actually enjoyed. Dude, the past couple of years, the acting categories have been stacked. All these actors they are just bring, they're bringing lot, their game, man. I feel like a lot of these categories are stacked. It's tough. People say 2020 was a bad year for movies. I thought it was great. No, it was good. I thought a it lot was of really solid, good. Solid films. A lot of solid shit. And we weren't fucking bogged down with, with MCU movies it's to, true. to distract us. It's we true. just we got weren't. to watch actual art. I think people have this weird perspective on films now because they can't go to the theaters and see them. Yeah. So a lot of what would be considered great, like a lot of people aren't aware of because it's like they're yeah. not really promoted like they otherwise would have yeah. been. So who the fuck knows? But I guess we'll see in this category. That is a tough one. Yeah. But that brings us to best actor in a leading role. I think this one is kind of a cinch for a number of reasons. We'll get to yeah. it. We got Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal. Okay. Chadwick Boseman. Okay. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Mm-hmm. Gary Oldman, Mank. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Yun. Minari, the Dude. first Asian American to be nominated That's fucking rad. in the best acting category for a lead actor. We got two Asian Americans with Riz. Oh, that's right. He's he's South Asian. That's right. Yeah. Dude, this is a stacked category. This is a very and then stacked you, you category. got Anthony Hopkins, the always wonderful. The and always just, wonderful Tony. Know. The always lovely Gary Olds. Yeah, Gary Oldman, another Insane one. Insane category. That's that's really stacked. Um, they won't give it to Anthony or Gary. They won't. As great as they were, just because they, they've had their shine. Yes. Steven Yeun was amazing. He was fantastic. Um, would love to see him get it. Riz Ahmed has been picking up a lot of steam. People really like his performance in, in Sound of Metal, mm-hmm. and it's really strong. He's another just like super talented actor who should be put into more stuff. I've like, loved him put- in... Almost everything I've seen him in. Put him and Steve Young in like in everything going forward, and Lakeith, like just that'd be amazing. Load up movies with those guys. It'd be amazing. Um, but it's probably going to go to Chadwick. It is. Um, it's going to be a posthumous honor award, mm-hmm. which um, they love. They love the, that. The Academy loves it, and it just so happens that he is very good in the film, and yeah. it's unlike most of his other work. Yeah. So what a great way for him to go out. Yeah. Um, in his career, uh, I do think I agree with you. It's it's, yeah. it's going to go to him. I would have liked to have seen him get nominated for the Five Bloods. Oh sure. Yeah, I thought he was really good at, in that, and I, and then I think his his passing added like a weird amount of weight that it otherwise didn't have, just because of sure. the kind of role that he plays in that movie. Right. Um, right. He's spoilers. He's a he's a dead character, and he kind of just lives in their memories. Of the uh, war, um, I thought that would be kind of cool. Names, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, he'll probably get it. And I agree. I think it's going to go to him. If if he hadn't passed, yeah, or if he wasn't nominated, I could see them giving it to Stephen Young. Yeah, I could. That'd I be think really it's cool. An amazing performance by him. Yeah. I think that even if he doesn't win, which I don't expect him to, I think that this role. Yeah. Is just going to skyrocket him forward, yeah. and I think we'll see him back in this category very soon. Same with Riz. And Riz, with Riz, Riz right. is going to be 
nominated a couple more times. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Another awesome acting category. That brings us then to Best Actress in a Leading Role. Is this one stacked too? This one is very Dude, stacked. I can't handle all these stacked this categories. Is insanely stacked. I'm overwhelmed. We got Viola Davis, Ma mm. Rainey's Black Bottom. We love Viola Davis. Yeah. Andre Day, United States versus Billie Holiday. Mm. Vanessa Kirby from Pieces of a Woman. Mm-hmm. Frances McDormand, Nomadland. Mm. And Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. Wow. Very tough. That is a very tough Very one. tough. Viola, always great. Frances is maybe like the best working actor right now. She like, is she, insanely good. She just doesn't miss a beat ever. Insanely good. Um, and entertaining to watch. Yeah. She, like, I wouldn't be mad if she won this because she is always fantastic. Yes. Um, is it Carrie or Casey Mulligan? Carrie. 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 I think Carrie, Carrie Mulligan would be, would be a cool... A she cool was movie. excellent. I think that would that. be a cool win for her. Because mm-hmm. um, Viola, already, she has one or two, right? Yes, she already. does. I think she has two. Yeah. She has two. Um, um, I I think this is going to be a Frances McDormand win. I think she's a shoe-in just because she's fucking incredible. Yeah. And that whole movie is just like that. It's, it's her just, performance. Yeah. So. It's just for her to showcase yeah. like being better at acting than the <laughs> yeah, right, fucking right. world. <laughs> right. um, yeah. It's kind of hard to not give it to her, yeah. even though she already has so many. But. Yeah. Francis McDormand. Yeah. All right. We got Francis McDormand. Best directing, Thomas Vinterberg, another (laughs) round. Oh, shit. Which a dear colleague of ours, Sean Sean Ryan, uh, watched. We have not seen it, but he watched it. He said it was amazing. Yeah, I've heard good things. I really want to see it. Um, I love Mads Mikkelsen. It's a shame he was not. Apparently, he was amazing in it. Yeah. Um, But we got Thomas Vinterberg. This is weird that we have a best directing category for a film that's not in any other category. Yeah. We got this is another round. Best directing. Uh, typically, is it maybe Best International? Oh, po- oh, that's true. That's possible. Yeah. I have to go it's back. It's probably a lock for Best International right. then. Um, but typically, I oh, without even looking at the others, he's not going to win because if yeah. a film's not nominated for Best Picture, typically it won't win Best Director. Yeah. So What else we got? We got David Fincher for Mank. Okay. Lee Isaac Chong for Minari. Hell yeah. Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. Nice. And Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. Dude, finally, mm-hmm. the Academy is recognizing women making really fucking good movies. Hallelujah. It's about time. It's about darn time. It is about darn time. Um, we got two women. We've got two Asian Americans. Yeah. We've got a foreigner and the always great David Fincher. Right. Is another great category. Another great category. Um, I feel like Chloe Zhao is picking up a lot of steam. Mm-hmm. I do think that Minari was a bit better. Um, and I do think Lee Isaac Chung was a bit better behind the camera. Yeah. I think he would be more deserving of it, but just based off of the, the steam that Nomadland and, and, and Chloe are picking up right now, you know, I'm, she's, she's probably going to take it. I am with you on that. I think it's going to go to Chloe. Yeah. Um, I do agree though. I think, um, what is so great about Minari is the way it's directed. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I, th- I think that is the reason the movie is as good as it is and why yeah. many, so many people are responding to it the way they are is because it's every single moment of it is so clearly, precisely decided on and shown to you in the specific way in the order that it's shown. And it's like yeah. you, you're only getting that because this guy who, who who's directing it has yeah. the eye for what he wants to show you. There's a lot of heart in Minari. Absolutely. Which uh, Nomadland is good, but it doesn't have the same amount of heart. Sure. And Emerald Fennel directed the fuck out of Promising Young Woman. I thought she kicked ass. Um, but Minari is like 
on another level. Sure. In terms of its direction. Personal pick, Lee Isaac Chung, but I'm yeah. with you. I think it's going to go to Chloe Zhao. Yeah, that, that's that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, but any of those three. Yeah, I would, I'd, I'd be would satisfied. Take. I'd be would satisfied. Take. Does Fincher Finchy... have one yet? Um, I, we, as movie people, we should know this. Yeah, does um, he have one for Social Network, maybe? Maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe he I'm pretty sure he has one. Yeah, he must have one he, for he Maybe for one. Benjamin Button. Like, some dumb bullshit. Some dumb, some dumb some shit. Stupid trash. Girl. Our final category of the evening. Yo, tell me. Best Picture. With a whopping eight nominees. Let's, Let's just... Go. There should not be this many nominees. WandaVision. For, oh my... <laughs> best picture. Best elongated picture. Uh, we have The Father. Okay. Judas and the Black Messiah. Nice. Mank. Red. Minari. Okay. Nomadland. Sweet. Promising Young Woman. Tight. Sound of Metal. Okay. Trial of the Chicago 7. Eh? <laughs> um, I think it's between two or three here. Yeah. Very clearly. I would throw, f I would throw five in. Oh wow! Of the eight, I would throw. F I think five of the eight have a shot. Okay. I think a few have better shots. Than, okay. Than others. I'll tell you my top three. Okay. I think it will be Minari, mm -hmm. Nomadland, mm -hmm. or Promising Young Woman. Okay. And I think it's going to be Nomadland. I think I also think it's going to be Nomadland. It's just been like, it's been rolling. Yeah. It's just been rolling like a motherfucker. People just hopped onto that train. People totally hopped on. And I will say, I think Nomadland's really good. I don't think it's the best movie that I saw. Sure. From last year. Sure. As um, is customary with these. With yeah. These Oscar games. Um, I think Minari is probably the most deserving. Sure. Um, I'm seeing a lot of praise for Promising Young Woman. Mm -hmm. I think that would also be super deserving. Sound of Metal seems to be one that people like. Sure. But I wasn't on the train for it. But I could also see it's, that. It seems uh, not as accessible as some of the others, right? Like it's kind of it's kind of intense. It is right? kind of intense. I mean, that's not why I didn't like it. It's um, people just seem to be attached to the story, and apparently, no one's ever heard of sound mixing before. And like the idea of making something loud and then not loud is like super surprising. Um, wow! <laughs> like, oh, wow! What the fuck, dude? It's like he's making you deaf with the guy. Like, <laughs> that's it's not that impressive, but um, I could see it winning. Uh, I think Judas has a strong chance of sure of, oh, sure. of getting there, and I'm, and and then Meg because Hollywood loves Hollywood. Right. Well, Hollywood does love Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I would love for Minari to take it. Um, we were surprised when Parasite won. I loved Parasite, and I'm glad that it won, but I was surprised. Yeah. I can't see... This is the the, uh, the pessimist in me. I can't see Hollywood doing another Asian film mm -hmm. as its best pick two mm -hmm. in a row. But, um, I mean... But it, I think it's deserving. If Korean people and Korean Americans are making the best movies, then, like... I should win. Award them for it's, it. It is my pick. American my movies pick. won every year before that. But I White think honkies have been winning for years. Oh, goddamn honkies. Those goddamn honkies. Uh, I do think it will be Nomadland. I uh, also think it would be it's Nomadland. It's a safe pick. But here's the thing. Uh, Minari. Mm -hmm. A Plan B movie. Yes. Plan B already has three three best picture winners. Ooh. So they might know how to get the Academy to vote for Maybe their shit. Maybe executive producer Brad Pitt. Maybe. He's pulling some strings. He might be pulling some strings. Dude, he's got one for 12 Years a Slave, The Big Short, and Moonlight. Here's number four, maybe. maybe. I would I would love it, purely because I want more people to see this movie. 
ever since we covered it in our episode about it, we all loved it. I've been telling everyone to watch it. Yeah. Um, if this wins, more people will watch it. Hopefully we'll get more movies like it. So I hope it wins, but yeah. I do think it will be Nomadland. I also would like more people to see this movie. I would I would suggest this movie over Nomadland. Sure. For sure. Sure. Definitely. Sure. But um, that that's it. That's the that's the Oscars evening. Dude, that's those are the nominees, those are the categories, that's what yeah. we think. Um Rad. That's yeah. pretty tight. So I guess we'll see what happens. You got any snubs, any big surprises, any uh um, I, omissions? I'm, I, I, I wish that in the future Mads Mikkelsen will be recognized more because I think he is a, a powerhouse um, yeah, and hopefully fantastic. he gets a more, um, what's the word? Uh, he, he gets a more uh, accessible role in a more accessible film for people mm-hmm. that people check out and they see because he's amazing. I think he needs the right role yeah. in a typical Hollywood film to really showcase him. And then I think he'll get the, the, mm-hmm. the recognition he deserves. So I'm going to say Mads is my big, my big single pop with me. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? The five bloods, man. No, I no was, Delroy Lindo. I know. Um, dude, he had a lot of, he had a lot of buzz around him last summer. I guess it's probably just, uh, you know, one of those situations where there's too much time between the movie. Yeah. And then when the, the noms are people kind of forgot about the movie. Um, but I thought it was strong. Um, yeah. I've actually met Delroy before. Really? He directed a play at NYU when I was in college there. Is he cool? Um, and I met him there. Uh, he was all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no spike in directing. No, no, no screenplay stuff. Nothing. I feel like he usually gets nom for edit. I don't know. Maybe his movies aren't that accessible. His maybe movies not. are, are pretty, uh, out there and like, Really in your face. Yeah. Maybe not everyone's cup of tea. Sure. He's he's unapologetically Spike with all of his movies. Sure. And you either got to be with it or you're not with it. That's I guess most people aren't with it. Um, but besides that, I don't know. I thought it was pretty cool. I think it was cool that the Academy like recognized not non-white males. Or like, I, I think it's a great year for promoting the non-typical, yeah. you know? And but the thing is, like the best movies that were made this year were mostly made by people who are not white males. Yes, this is true. And you know, but because in like a previous year, I feel like fucking the Tom, not Tom Cruise, the Tom Hanks movies, which like no one saw, and I personally have no interest in. Yeah, who gives those a would shit? have been like the best picture noms. Yeah, who gives? A but shit? they're not as good as the Minaris or the the Nomadlands of the world, or yeah, the Judases no. and the Black Messiahs. <laughs> so hopefully um, we get more judases yeah hopefully we get more judases more minaris maybe some manks the occasional mank the occasional mank our, our esteemed fun. colleague uh, fernando bowles who's been on the show had a yeah. h- hilarious mank review uh on his letterbox something uh, along the lines of uh i think i don't in his <laughs> i think two one or two star review yeah. of mank was like yeah. i don't think that the losers of the world need an anthem <laughs> the, the sad sacks the, of the sad world. sacks of the world don't need an anthem yeah that's yeah it's kind yeah. of what it is yeah um but yeah that's the oscars that's the oscars we did it we did it we'll touch back after the awards we'll see if we were right will we probably not probably not we'll see you at the awards yes we'll we're be go- doing live coverage live coverage at the red carpet yeah We'll You'll be there. see us in our tuxedos. And yes, we will be live streaming us in front of the award show yeah. on the television, <laughs> on our Twitch channel <laughs> at Straight to DVD. Yeah, on Twitch. Yeah, which doesn't exist. Nope, but it might. It might. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. 
Um, that's rad, dude. Yeah. So, Raph, where can they find you? Where can they find us? Dude, find me on the Twitter, the Instagram machines, at Rafstit, all one word, R-A-F-S-T-I-T-T, Twitter and Instagram. Mike, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram as well, at Michael underscore Rocco underscore. That's R-U-O-C-C-O. You can also find me on Twitter, at Michael underscore Rocco, R-U-O-C-C-O. Uh, you can also find me on Letterbox at Michael Rocco, no underscore. And you can find both of us, our podcast, on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you find your podcasts, at straight to dvd pod. straight to dvd pod. Check us out. Number two on the socials, word two. Well, not like T-W-L. Yeah. T-O. T-O. On the, on the podcast yeah. finders. Yeah. yeah. Check us out. Us there. Listen to our previous episodes. Tell us what you think. What would you like us to cover? We'll yeah. cover whatever you want. What, what do you know? think is going to win? Yeah, tell us in what the comments you, section. Who do you think got snubbed? Yeah. Yeah. What how do about, you think of Delroy Lindo? Let us about, know. How about that? Michael, before we go, yes. I wanted to give a quick plug. Plug it. To one of our friends. Do it. The great Jenna. Yes. Check her out. Saturn Daydream. You can follow them on Instagram. I think it's at Saturn Daydream, all one word. You can check out their store online. What do so, they do, Raph? What do they sell? They got some great merch, you know, about following your daydreams and, and all that good stuff and, you know, encouraging people to stay weird and, and all of that, all of that fantastic shit. Love um, it. Check them out. Check them out. Yeah, dude. Support our friends. Do it. They're, she's great. The store is great. We're not. So buy their stuff and not <laughs> ours. We'll see you next time.